Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, December 20th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman reports that, according to sources, Apple has a team of a dozen engineers working on satellites and wireless technology with the goal of deploying its results within five years. The project is in early phases, and a clear use of the satellites has not yet been finalized. Apple is reportedly looking into using them to provide data connectivity to devices without a traditional carrier or for more precise location tracking. It's unclear if Apple intends to develop and launch its own satellite constellation or develop earthbound equipment to send to an existing satellite network. The team is led by Michael Trella and John Fenwick, who led the satellite imaging company Skybox Imaging before it was acquired by Google in 2014 and continued working at Google into 2017. The first test of Boeing's CST-100 Starliner passenger spacecraft failed to reach the right orbit when it launched into space. No passengers were on board the flight, and Boeing says the vehicle is safe and stable. But according to NASA, the Starliner will not reach its original planned destination at the International Space Station. It appears that the Atlas V rocket that launched the Starliner put it into its planned suborbital path, and while Starliner did ignite its engines, a suspected software issue prevented it from getting into a planned orbit. The Starliner is part of NASA's commercial crew program, and a successful test was believed to pave the way for astronauts to use the vehicle sometime in 2020. The information reports that Facebook is working with the co-author of Microsoft's Windows NT, Mark Lukowski, to build a new operating system for its hardware, like Oculus, and its augmented reality glasses, and get them off of using Android. Facebook's smartphone apps will remain available on Android. Facebook's VP of Hardware, Andrew Bosworth, said the company needs to make sure the next generation has space for them, and we don't think we can trust the marketplace or competitors to ensure that's the case, and so we're going to make it ourselves. In other words, Facebook doesn't want any future issues with Google to derail development. Around 170 million Zynga users may have been compromised by a September password breach, according to Have I Been Pwned, which would rank the Zynga hack 10th in the all-time largest hacks of user information. Back in September, Zynga did tell affected users that login information for certain players of certain Draw Something and Words with Friends may have been accessed, but the size of the breach was not disclosed. If that wasn't big enough for you, a report from Comparatech and security researcher Bob Dianchenko claims to have found a database that includes personal information on over 267 million Facebook users. The database reportedly has no password protection or authentication and includes user IDs, phone numbers, and full names. The report believes the information was gathered as part of an illegal scraping operation or through abuse of Facebook's APIs. The database has been online for two weeks with links to it posted in forums. Dianchenko reported the database to the service provider managing the server's IP address. A Facebook spokesperson said the company is looking into the database and believes the information was gathered prior to Facebook making changes to protect user information over the last few years. A regional court in Frankfurt has banned Uber in Germany. Taxi Deutschland, the plaintiff in the case, had argued Uber doesn't have the necessary licensing to offer passenger transit service in rental cars. Drivers aren't returning to Uber's headquarters after accepting a ride request, and drivers receive jobs directly in the app without it first being received by the company. Taxi Deutschland seeks provisional enforcement, followed by fines starting at €250 per ride and up to €250,000 per ride in the case of repeated offenses. In 2015, a German court forbid Uber from letting drivers use their own cars. Uber didn't respond about whether it intended to appeal the ruling. 
The French Competition Authority fined Google 150 million euros after its investigation found the company abused its dominant position in the online search advertising market. In its decision, the regulator found that Google's ad business had opaque and difficult-to-understand operating rules that were applied in an unfair and random manner, with interpretations of rules changing over time and based on the advertiser. Google must now define its operating rules for ads in an objective, transparent, and non-discriminatory manner, set up a system of alerts to help advertisers avoid suspension, and provide annual training for Google ad support staff. The decision comes after a 2015 complaint was filed with the regulator by Gib Media after Google closed its ad account without notice. Google said it will appeal the decision. U.S. Congress approved a bill Thursday to better fight robocalls. The Telephone Robocall Abuse Criminal Enforcement and Deterrence, or TRACED Act, allows the Federal Communications Commission to fine robocallers up to $10,000 per call. Trace would require major carriers like AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile to deploy stir shaken into their networks, letting consumers know if they're receiving a call from a spoof number. The technology allows carriers to cross-verify numbers on their network to ensure that a call is coming from an authentic number or not. Ghostery, makers of the popular privacy-focused browser extension and mobile browser, released Ghostery Midnight for desktop users. In pilot testing since October, the subscription-based Ghostery Midnight offers users an ad blocker, tracker protection, network monitoring by application, and, in a first for the company, a VPN. All of these tools are controlled in a central dashboard and can be turned off individually, either until reactivated or with a set time. Subscriptions to the app cost $14 a month. And finally, earlier this week, Amazon, Apple, Google, and the Zigbee Alliance announced Project Connected Home over IP to create a new smart home standard. As part of that initiative, Apple published an open-source version of the HomeKit Accessory Development Kit on GitHub under the Apache 2.0 license. While anyone can now use the code to develop HomeKit integrations, releasing a HomeKit-compatible accessory will still require Apple certification, and manufacturers working directly with Apple could potentially get access to unreleased features early. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.